Hi everyone, my name is Ifa Funke. I'm a compulsive reader. Hi, Ifa Funke. Hi. Um, it's been an interesting day. I was sitting on my couch today going, whenever I share, it's always something that God's trying to tell me. And then it always happens to be like smashed together. And, and I was thinking, oh, it kind of is smashed together. I'm sharing today and then on Sunday, Saturday, I'm sharing in a meeting in San Mateo. And I, I live in Berkeley, so I kind of made a whole event out of being here today. <laughs> I had lunch with a f f f like college friends, and then I went shopping, and then I went to the spa, and then I came here. Okay. Yes. I know, <laughs> which is pretty cool because I work a lot, and I'm off today, so it's been, it's been interesting. I, I, ha I deal with anxiety, and uh, I definitely have anxiety today, but I, I'm just sharing what my day was like as a testament to this program. I grew up around the corner on Stanning and Frederick um, amongst like just a horrendous situation. My parents were drug, uh, drug addicts and it was very isolating, very alone. And then I was in downtown where I worked for my entire career by the downtown and San Francisco has changed a lot. I've lived in the East Bay for probably 10 years. And it's, I'm not talking bad about it, but it, it's rough. <laughs> and the inner child in me is just like, oh my gosh. But um, I think it's a, a complete testament to program that I can even be here. Because I used to go around my old neighborhood and just bawl into tears. Like on the train, just be like, Bleh. And, you know, so yeah, now I'm, I was walking down Market Street like, ha ha, <laughs> look at me now. <laughs> I'm still anxious, but it's a big difference. So, um... I guess I've been in program for about 13 years, and I wanted to share a little bit backwards. One, I wanted to talk about faith. The next, I want to talk about my, my process in program. And um, lastly, commitment to abstinence. So I woke up the other day, and I was like, things might work out. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like, I think to like someone that's not in program, they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, things might work out like <laughs> you know I um <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur and I quit my job probably two years ago and went full-time in my business and for like a year it would be like this is the day that things aren't gonna work out this is the day I didn't make money today the doors are gonna close whatever like it's just not gonna work out and sometimes I make money sometimes I don't but the the train is going less like this and more like hmm. So it's a whole lot more study. And the way that my life has like unfolded is definitely a testament to like my own higher power working in my life, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. I always like to look at pictures of myself. I'll pass them around um, just to see how far I've come and uh, how in a daze I was, sometimes still am, but especially compulsively overeating. I'm probably 106 uh, high. 165 pounds down from my top weight. Yeah, it's about 165, 170. And so faith is really interesting for me because it's just, I can't quite describe it. It's just like a, knowing that things will work out. And sometimes my anxiety is so high. Like today, I was telling someone like, I mean, I have the perfect day planned in the city. I'm off. I'm really ever off, but I'm not happy about it. I mean, I was walking down. I went shopping and I was just like, mm. <laughs> but then it's like faith that thing. It's going to work out. I'm going to come here. I'm going to spread the message. My part, hopefully someone will hear something that they, that they like or they can relate to that will help them further along in their own abstinence. And that's all I can really hope for. And then I'll get home safely. 
And uh, even like thinking about, I'm taking, I was going to drive, but I didn't drive because parking and I was here all day. And then I was like, oh, I'll take BART back. But then you know what happened on BART a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I was like literally up at like 4 a.m. going, oh, fuck, am I going to get to the city? <laughs> but I kind of have faith that I'll get back in one piece. I just, I just do. So um, those are my pictures. My top weight was probably about 330 pounds. That's the last time I remember weighing myself. And I've been in program now for, in December, it'll be 13 years. And it took me a really long time to, like, pay attention and listen. I used to go to meetings at the Marina Dock when I lived in the city. And um, I just felt really different. Like, it was the first time I've heard people be honest, but it's still like I really still didn't belong in meetings or in the group. And it was just like, we only kind of related for five minutes. And then I was just like back in the food, back into my isolation. And it's amazing thinking about how isolated I was. That's a testament to God that I was fucking crazy. (laughs) Like really crazy with the isolation, the fear and the anger. And that like, I still wasn't able to be maintained in that craziness. I mean, I wasn't like attacking people, but the mental attack was just like, Oh, thank you. It was just like, I hate to be so blunt, but just like one thought away from killing myself. That's just how awful it was in my head. So um, for I probably came for maybe five, six years before like God gave me the willingness or I was willing to ask for the willingness to do something different, which was um, in the East Bay, we have this thing, it's called AWOL, A Way of Life, where we study the... Um, Big Book 12 and 12 pretty intensely, and one of the suggestions is that you have a sponsor. And someone, I, a, a fellow told me about it, and I was like, okay, let me just, you know, see, because the diet and the exercising, I mean, I could diet for as long as I could think about a diet, which was a nanosecond. My disease was so bad, I could be eating a box full of sugar, and my head tells me I'm on a diet. Like, literally. Like, I'm on a diet eating all day. That's just, it just didn't make any sense. So um, a way of life. So I had to have a sponsor, and I was willing to raise my hand and ask for a sponsor. And sorry if you've heard me say this before. Working the program without working the steps, in my opinion, is wasting your time. It literally doesn't work. It works for a little bit. I think I was abstinent once for maybe two weeks, and that was like I'd climbed Mount Everest. But without getting outside of your body, having a rubric of what to do and how to do it and when to do it, it's just living the same insanity over and over. So um, I started working the steps with a sponsor, and the first step, um, of course, was powerlessness over food. And I guess just, I don't know, I just, as a, a, an addict, you just kind of go, ah, I'm powerless, and then it's like, oh, something else, and you just forget about it. And really writing it down made it super, super concrete. And my sponsor told me to write down all the things that food had cost me, it was like, you know, the, the bleeding limbs, the humiliation, not being able to fit in airplanes, airplane seats, having to ask for extensions, spilling over into the pa- next passenger seats, people yelling things at me on the street, you know, the extreme isolation, people didn't want to be seen with me in public, people didn't want to be my friend. And it was just like, you can imagine <laughs> how angry someone would be being treated like that and mm-hmm. then what goes on in my own head. So step one really allowed me to see, wow, this is like, I'm a, I'm a pretty reasonably intelligent person. This is just unmanageable. And then step two, um, came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity. What I just held on to during that time was fake it till you make it. And then I was like, well, if they say it's possible, then I'm going to make the most ridiculous God I can think of. 
So at first it was like a ball of light and then I'd be eating dinner and I'd be like, here, ball of light, take this dinner and make it sustainable or whatever. And then it turned into this, <laughs> into this really flamboyant gay man that would wake me up out of bed like every morning, like, let's do this. And I was like, if it needed to be that ridiculous, then that, that's, that's what it is. I always had a disco globe following me around. I have a really vivid imagination. <laughs> now it's, he, he, God's a little bit uh, kind of like, <laughs> he's a little too calm for my liking, but who knows, maybe I'll reinvent him or something or her or whatever. So um, step three, um, made a decision to turn my will in. That's something that I do all the time. I try to do all the time because my best thinking always thinks that I have the right answer or I know what's best or like, even today, this is an interesting example. Today I was at lunch and I'm vegan and I've only been vegan for about two months. So it's still very difficult to just eat vegetables. (laughs) I'm like, and what else? (laughs) Is there something else? So I, this, so I had my portion, and it really quite wasn't enough, and I wasn't satiated. And then my friend had vegetables, and I was like, well, let me just ask. I don't think that's the best. It's definitely not a, a habit that I want to get into. But I was like, well, this isn't quite enough. Let me just ask and then see, sit and see what the feeling is before I have like two tablespoons of her vegetables. I'm not recommending this at all, but I just gotta be honest, that's what I went through. And uh, it's just like, I could be full of shit, but I kinda feel like it was just trusting that that was enough. So that that's what's working for me. So that's uh, step three is turning my will and my life over. And then even with, the, like with work and finances, I, I've worked, I've, I was, I had a business for about eight years, and then I just kind of did it part-time. And then I prayed for two years about whether I should leave my job or not. And then one day, it was like clear as day. You can't go here another day. I literally, because I couldn't imagine working for anybody else. And I was just like, God, I'm just going to sit on this one and see what happens. And then the way that things have unfolded, I, I can't do anything but have faith that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Because it's just... I wouldn't say it's working perfectly, but it's working. <laughs> it's really, really working. Mm-hmm. So that that so that's that for uh, step three is just having. And I, I wish like God were more evident. Am I the only one that feels that way? <laughs> I guess maybe for other people, I wish there was just like a blinking light, like you know. Instead, you gotta like breathe and think about it and use common sense. I has to have this sponsor that says, "Well, you always have common sense," <laughs> which is like. And I went to this meeting where this guy, I think, I wouldn't say he was an atheist, but he used to describe God as good orderly direction, Mm -hmm. which is just like, you know, duh. And then I was listening to this podcast (laughs) the other day with this poker player, and she was talking about how to make the best decision. And she said, if you want to make the best decision, always go want to bet, and then you'll know, like, exactly, you want to bet. Like, should I make this decision? If you have to bet on it, then you'll know exactly how you feel about it Mm -hmm. and the likely outcomes. So that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So step four, man, I love step four. Step four, um, I used to hear people go, I haven't stuck on step four for 25 years. That's not going to be me because I'm different. (laughs) And I just stuck to the fact that people said that you get to write out everything you resent. And I'm like, why wouldn't anyone want to do that? And I didn't know that I had to say my part too in the end. But I love step four because it gives me agency. It lets me see myself in a way that I could never see myself before. And it lets me see that I have options in like situations. Like the woman I was at lunch today, she has like grave disease 
and these severe allergies. And I know a bit about like nutrition and allergies and stuff. And I was like, well, why don't you get an allergy test? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? As if like my life depended on her getting her life in order. I'm like, why don't you Google Graves' disease and look into homeopathic remedy? And then she was just like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And I was just like, mm, okay. <laughs> like, you're not going to do that. And then, like, there's nothing I can do about it. And then the world still goes on. My life still goes on. But it's amazing how attached I am to that. It's probably really amazing how uncomfortable it makes her feel, too. So I'm probably not going to get through all the steps. I probably have, like, two more minutes left. Three. So uh, step four is really amazing because uh, the agency and the, the visibility it gives me around about my behavior. And then it goes... Well, you did this. You can have the option of not doing it anymore. You can see it clearly now. So uh, I'll skip ahead to step 10, which I do when I'm reminded. But I really like step 10 because that also gives me an extreme amount of agency every day. Um, It's kind of cool to be able to plan your day, see how you felt about the previous day, what you did well, what didn't go go well, and then, you know, carry it on into the next day. It's kind of like having a mission every day. If you ever want to feel like life has gotten monotonous, do step 10. Because <laughs> it's hella interesting and it just keeps going and going. So step 10, the way I do step 10 is I write what three things that I'm grateful for. And it's amazing because it's the most mundane, not mundane things. It's always a car, a roof over my head, and a heater. <laughs> I really love heat. Like, I love heat. It was interesting because I grew up in the city, so I know this city ain't no joke. Hmm. And I came, <laughs> I had like walking around Berkeley, people were like, mm. <laughs> with a jacket on and sneakers and this. You wait and see. What does that have to do with step 10? Heat. I love heat. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And I, I, I've seen poverty, extreme poverty around the world, and I think it's fabulous to be able to drive a car and have a roof over my head. I think that's fabulous, absolutely fabulous. Whenever I think I have real problems, I do and I don't. Um, so I write three, three things I'm grateful for, and then I write three things that I did really well just to like start working on my self-esteem, like I was abstinent, I listened, I was kind to someone, I tried to spread the word, I kept to my commitments, and then I write three things that didn't work out so well, and it's usually people-pleasing, which is pretty oh. interesting. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it's usually pre- people-pleasing, and then I get to... I wouldn't say I get to work on that because I think God works on it because I've been aware of my people pleasing for probably 10 years now and, it, and I haven't been able to make a dent in it. So <laughs> I'll turn that one over. And uh, step 11 is pretty cool because um, the prayer, I, I get on my knees every day and I say, God, I'm powerless over food, please help me. And then I throw in a bunch of other things. But that's always the way it starts. And um, so that's the prayer bit. And then the meditation is... Um, I don't, I'm not like a strict, I have the worst schedule ever around meditation. And when it's really hard, I literally just go, okay, just stop and breathe. Just stop and pay pay attention to breathing. And it's amazing. I wouldn't recommend that anyone keeps it that simple. But when you can't do anything else, just stop and breathe. I get on my knees after prayer, just take five deep breaths. And it's amazing because it really puts me in my body. It gives me like hope for the day. And it gives me, like, a sense of peace and happiness. Not, like, jubilation, but just, like, manageability. And that's it for me. Thanks. Wow. Thank you.